Welcome to Study Buddy, meditation philosophy for the heart of your practice. This is a live online discussion of ancient yogic texts amongst meditation practitioners in the Shambhavananda Yoga tradition. My name is Acharya Satyam, resident teacher at Konalani Yoga Ashram in Hawaii, and I welcome you with love and respect. So yeah, last week we had such a, I thought it was just a really fruitful class. Um, and Marcella and I were talking before class, our goal was to get to that discussion portion of, of the creative writing that we were working on. We didn't quite get there, but I, I feel like we generated a significant amount of content uh, together. Um, so I was hoping we are gonna spend this class today reviewing some of the key concepts that we've been presenting as the yogic traditions, what some of the yogic traditions viewpoints of creativity, um, lead another free write, and then get to the discussion part, because we'd love to hear from you uh, about, you know, how your creative process unfolds when you really take it from the inside out, like we're doing tonight. Uh, we'd actually like to hear if you'd like to share anything that you're writing. I know Dharma wanted to last week. He texted me that the kids are keeping him from class for a little bit longer. He might join us late, uh, but I know there might be some sharing involved. We'd love to hear that. Um, and so uh, our goal tonight is to recap a little bit of material, guide another free writing experience, and then actually have a discussion and then meditate. So thanks each of you for being here and for participating in this um, sort of new concept for a class together. What I, you know, I think it's really worthwhile to spend time in this creative space, you know, uh, as a sangha, but also centering it in our practice and in meditating. So with that said, I'm going to pass it over to Marcella. She's going to sort of recap that original concept of sort of writing from the heart. And then I'll recap the concept from last week. All right. Can everyone hear me? Cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, in the first uh, class, we talked about free writing as we use the concept of free writing as a way to practice creating from the heart. Uh, we talked about how the energy to create is naturally occurring with us. We naturally have this innate desire to be creative that only increases as we grow spiritually, as we meditate more. Um, we talked about uh, the quote from Spontaneous Recognition. We, I'll read it real quick. We, um, sorry. If you internalize your awareness and access the flow of Shakti, your capacity for spiritual work, as well as material work, will increase dramatically. So in the first class, we talked about how this practice of free writing is the tool that we're using, is really helpful when taking our practice off of our cushions into other aspects of our life. Uh, we're always, we know we've heard it so many times that our meditation practice is not meant to stay on our cushion and we need to take it out into the 
all of the arenas of our life in order to really experience the fruits of it. And this free writing practice is a really great tool to, to take like a baby step in that direction uh, with a little bit more of a enclosed environment. And let's see. And so we're using this act of writing and really any creative act as a practice to realize our true natures, to grow spiritually. That's really the goal. And Satcham said in our first class that creating is at our core and centered creation is a real practice for aspiring yogis. So it's really something that's meant to build on the meditation practice that we're already working on. And just as, you know, just, just as our meditation practice is not meant to stay on our cushion, the practice of creating from the heart is not meant to stay just within this class or even within the art form of writing. It's meant to be a tool that you can use in all of the creative ways that you can imagine using it. And I will send it over to Satcham to talk about how we brought intention into this practice. Oh, we can't hear you. Thanks. Uh, I, I was recapping some of your points about it being absolutely natural and that the material and the spiritual grow together. Those really stood out to me. And that the more you meditate, the more you want to create. I mean, isn't that what we see all the time when when people, you know, go to the, like live in the ashram, they're like, I, I'm not creative. And then give them three months of meditation and suddenly they are just overflowing with this creative spirit it happens every time. Um, and, uh, and our goal is to figure out how to bring this off out of this class and to really see this as a mechanism. And then as Marcella said, we, we transitioned from that point into using intention, like, oh, I, I want to write about this certain topic, um, for example, and how um, this is necessary. You know, uh, it's, a, it's a big part of it. Free writing on a blank canvas is awesome and will and it's always going to be this like foundational approach to the creative process. But putting a little still life in front of yourself and painting that equally important and that is this dance of intention where we put something in front of ourselves that we want to uh work with but we really are trying to to comment on everything within this piece you're painting this one still life but you're really you're really showing and and feeling like your whole reality in this moment um and so we've got this idea of is trying to describe the infinite with the finite and how this is a real part of, of our practice. Uh, we're constantly coming up against that. You know, we use a technique to meditate, but eventually we have to sort of surrender the technique to achieve the goal, right? We've seen that described by Patanjali. He says, you know, uh, you can use a technique to develop insight into your practice, but eventually all insight must come to an end in bliss, meaning at a certain point to have the experience we seek, 
we start with a we start with an intention, but we have to allow the intention to either evolve or dissolve. But yet we must start with it and work with it. This is the path we have to tread. Was the opening and closing comments in the Vigyana Bhairava preface, meaning this path of of actually working and dancing with these two realities, with a technique yet beyond the technique, is the path of Shakti that we have to tread for our growth. We will always have these two dynamic polar opposites that we're sort of navigating. You have this intention you're writing with, you're writing these certain words, you're writing about this certain thing, you're creating this certain concept, but somehow it reflects the infinite. Which brings us to this last point where Babaji, we listened to that audio of Babaji and he talked about how we're sort of missing the the juice when it comes to observing art. Uh, I'm going to skip a, a couple of slides to get to this quote. Because I sort of summarize, I was summarizing them pretty quick. Um, hey, Trey, you're, can you read this quote for us from Babaji? Uh-oh, Trey's froze. Oh, oh okay. Just, okay. Yeah, you were frozen in the perfect position. You were like, but you're perfectly frozen. Go ahead. The dance of intention, the path you must tread. I just took a breath. Everything in my mind got quiet and around me, and I could feel the incredible flow that created this wonderful piece of art. But we don't tend to look at the art that way. We analyze it too much. We're missing what it's all about. The creative spirit always comes from beyond. Thanks, Trey. He was looking at the Mona Lisa. He took a breath and he actually said he connected with the incredible energy that created it. So when we're creating, it's good to know that the actual energy, the practice that we use while we're creating might be the most important part of the piece. That we're not necessarily taught the creativity in this manner, but through our lineage and through our, our teachings, we actually can start to look at the creative spirit this way. And so that's what we're going to try to do tonight. Uh, we're going to do another free write. We're going to do a little bit of guided practice leading up to it. And then we're going to write for eight to 10 minutes, which is longer, is, is a good bit of time. Um, but uh the idea is that you're actually allowing yourself enough time to get over those initial, what am I writing about moments? It gives you enough time to actually sort of hone in on the topic. We're going to give you some prompts if you want to use those. And then it gives you that time to actually be with it and to feel this creative mechanism at work. And remember, our goal is simply to participate in this uh, internal aspect and to allow this dance of creation, this internal and external, sort of this, this back and forth to occur and to just let it, let it be that and see where it leads you. I think last week people were sort of uh, surprised by, by where it led them. And so um, as far as like the prompts and everything, uh, we'll give you that in a moment. Um, but before we do that, go ahead and just get settled in to a seat that feels comfortable for both meditations for like a minute or two, but also for writing. That can be the harder part.
All right, so from your seat, start to steady out and smooth your breath flow. Babaji was recently emphasizing the need for all of us to bring a little bit more gratitude practice into our day and into our practice. And so take a moment right now to just feel the space of your heart and to feel a little bit of contentment, contentment. So contentment just means like you're okay with how things are going right now. You're not even, nothing has to change right now. Things are okay as they are. And just being in that content space is the way you open the door to gratitude. From that space of quiet contentment, you can focus a little bit extra on your inhale. And feel how that inhale tends to widen the heart a little bit. And as you exhale, imagine yourself sinking into that space of the heart and actually becoming enveloped by it, actually sinking into it like a warm bath. But as you inhale, it's almost like this space of the heart gets a little bit wider, just a little bit. And then as you exhale, you actually sink into that space. Try to feel the relationship between this relaxing, this feeling of relaxing, and also the feeling of opening. These are the two things we want to keep coming back to as we write. You want to write from a relaxed place. And you want to write from a place that's bigger than your small mind, from your small likes and dislikes. And so this place that we're trying to write from is actually right what we're doing. It's actually happening right now. 
into what we're working with in this moment. So as we know, Nityananda once said, to go to the heart and roam in it. That it is a focal point, a hub of all holy places. So try to stay in this space of the heart. And Marcella so sort of keenly came up with that focal point, you know, of writing about this space of roaming in your heart. It's in the chat box. And just as you write, trying to stay in your heart, and you can literally write about your experience of roaming in your heart. That's just one possibility. You could also write about your experience of the creative process, which is what we did last week. Or you could even just write about your day. So the rest is up to you. We'll write for about eight to 10 minutes, and then we'll have time to sort of work with that as a group. just keep letting yourself come back to the actual practice that you're doing inside 
And look at that as like half of what you're writing. The practice is, is the energy that ends up being what's felt afterwards.
just about three minutes left. Always feel free to revisit your practice, especially if you're writing about a, per, a part of it. Feel it and then write from the feeling. I don't know if I was unmuted for that one. So finishing the thought that you're on. And when you are finished with that thought, um, rereading what you wrote. And trying to feel as you reread 
the energy of your creation. Just sort of feel where did it really land for you. And um, I'm going to give you a minute for that. I'm going to be quiet. But we, we, we can share in the chat box um, just a word or a phrase that just sparks a conversation about your, what, you, what you felt, what, what you went with. Excellent. Let's read a few, Marcella. Uh, maybe you could start, I guess, with mine as the first one. All right. The difference between gratitude and complaining. Plumbing and joy. Now you go, Marcella. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was got lost in it. <laughs> Yeah. Heart hopper. A feeling of security in insecurity. A breath of wind ends seeds to a new region. Floating in the infinite. Oh, here we go. Oh, <laughs> I thought that might be what it was. <laughs> Oh, and then mine was fairy swings. So it was a breath of wind sends seeds. Nice. To a new region. I'll let you do yogitas, Marcella. I felt the difference of the small self and the expansive self. Yogita always goes right to the heart of it. Um, a breeze blows in. Oscillating between inside and outside. Curiosity to create. All right, everyone, we've made it to a discussion. It took two and a half classes, and somehow we still don't have as much time as I wanted. That's fine. But let's do it. Let's just talk about this process, because I know for me, 
something happened in there. Um, but let's not waste any time. Um, I could call on someone, and I will in six seconds, but I want someone to see if they want to raise their hand first. Bob. Okay. All right. So, you know how sometimes you start to meditate and everything opens up and it all works fine. Other times it's different. So I wrote this. <clears throat> There are times when I turn on the tap and the water is already warm. So delightful. I can jump in and shower and the cares just melt away. Then there are those times when I turn on the knob, the water is cold. I jump back and stand there shivering. But I've done this often enough that I trust the flow. Patience mm. is the key. The promise of warmth keeps me in place. And when the warmth arrives, I'm so grateful. I let go of everything and melt. Snaps for Bob, everybody. That was so, so fun. Bob, what, what's the deal here? You're like a, you're, you're sort of a really good writer. It's, it's like, you keep doing that. Like there's so many classes where you're like, oh, I just have this little thing to share. And it's like this, I mean, that was wonderful. Wow. Great. Totally feel that on so many levels. Thank you. This is fun. Let's just share what we wrote. You want to share what you wrote? Let's share. I mean, some people, we got Collins excited. He's over here jumping out of his seat. There you go. I, I would just like to add real quick. If, if anybody Please. doesn't like feel like their writing was super uh, poetic or anything, that a lot of the times, you know, that comes from doing it over and over and over again. So... Sometimes it comes out beautiful like that, and it feels just like exactly what Bob was describing in his uh, process and his writing. It's like sometimes it comes out beautiful like that, and you read over it, and you're like, wow, this is amazing. And sometimes you're like, oh, that's not what I meant to say at all. So I just want to put that out there if anybody does read over their writing, and it's not what they meant to say or how they meant to say it. <laughs> Thank you, Marcella. That's so important. Hello. <laughs> um, I felt uh, called to speak because two reasons for the things Bob said. Um, I came in halfway through the writing and I just came from a shower because um, I was doing something before. And so and then the other thing I wrote about because I didn't know if there was a prompt or anything was I think I just started. Um, I said, I do not know the prompt for this right. And so I am letting these words flow freely, trusting that what needs to be expressed will find a way. Um, and then I just started talking about trust. And so that's why I wrote um, my little phrase was a feeling of security and insecurity. Um, and I kind of just wrote about how um, like the difference in to me, at least, because I think you could use these words interchangeably, but between um, having belief in something and then having trust or faith in something. And I don't remember who said this, but I once heard someone say that you don't need to believe in something that you know to be true because if you know it that's not a belief that's just knowing the truth um and so for me i feel like belief suggests a level of confidence in something um, that is not necessarily known but there's that confidence that you kind of like assume whereas trust and faith um, have an acceptance of the insecurity of the fact that you don't know 
And that gives you um, a feeling of security that things will kind of um, happen as they should. And I also think I put something that, that to me, that level of security is actually like the deepest security you can have because change is constant. Um, and we know that if there's one thing that's always going to be happening, it's change. And so being secure in change or in insecurity, I, in my mind, is um, the most secure you can be. And then, yeah, I guess just uh, was all talking about trust in writing and creativity. So how do you feel when you're writing? Do you feel secure, insecure? Um, when I'm writing for myself, I feel very secure, like I, because sometimes it's um, I think it's great. And sometimes I think it's kind of garbage but it's just for me. And so I, there's no judgment. Um, and I think the lack of judgment really helps me to just like, let it all come out rather than, um, sometimes when I'm doing other things like playing guitar or trying to make art, I end up judging it too much. And then that completely cuts off the flow. Sort of a key component. In yeah. Also, I, I don't want to hog the mic, but do you, could I quickly tell that story I told you the other day? Yeah, that would be. I, Do you want me let's to wait? Come back to okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. Let's come back to it. Awesome. Marcella, feel free to chime in if you um, have anything to add to that. Otherwise, um, just look for anyone else who wants to share a little bit from their writing. Uh, I like the little um, comment about how creating something just for yourself uh, takes uh, takes away that pressure and it makes it a lot easier. I feel like a lot of the time, at least for me when I'm writing, I'll get writer's block mainly because I'm thinking about the people that are gonna see it like potentially later because that it would be my goal. It would be to have something that people read in the future. But if I don't like think about that and I just think about like why I really want to tell the story that I'm writing, then it's a lot more like free flowing. So I can imagine that that happens in a lot of different art forms. Yeah, it sort of brings me back to the, I know I'm off camera right now, but it brings me back to that dance of intention where it's like you have to have an audience to write to, but you can't let that audience overwhelm you. And it's like that, it's that dance. It's like, it's, it's interesting. You need, you need both on some level. We have to sort of skillfully navigate that. I see an approach from Tashi. Tashi. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Okay. Okay, so yeah, I felt, uh, I really enjoyed, it's just fun to kind of sit around and write and talk about writing and meditation. Uh, this is totally something I would do if I did not live at the ashram, but this, this is like so, so fun. Uh, okay, so my, it was, mine was mostly focused on the heart uh, and sort of felt like as I was writing, each, uh, each portion of it kind of felt like a step into my heart. Uh, and, and so I'll just read it. Wow. Holy cow, boiling, blasting heart, consuming my stuff so much of yesterday into the heart hopper. So much of this tension of this idea of me and my idea of what is right and how important it is and what it is to explore it. 
lollipops and sundrops or massive cliffs with razor sharp rocks to climb. Why not have both? Burning explosive heart, you beautiful expression of me, you vast expanse of valleys and rivers and trees and critters, you pure love, you endless cycle of life and death, you end and beginning, you sour and sweet, you unbelievable, unimaginable, unexplainable love, you incomprehensible flame burning me, burn me, blossom flame. Wow, thank you, Tashi. Wow, you really went for it. Beautiful. Thanks. Marcella, any comments there? Yeah, that was, I was really just going back to how Baba Jesus was saying we need to like experience art. I felt like I was really tapping into that as like you were reading and like I could really feel like just go into the heart and like feel what you were uh, putting out there and feel like the energy that that was like created from. So that was really cool. Cool. Yeah, I totally agree with you. There's real, there's a real flow there, like that you could sort of ride on as, as a listener, and you could definitely feel the there's like a, a shakti or a content that was driving it. Thanks, Tashi. Yeah, sure. We're just figuring this thing out as we go, folks. Can anybody else want to go? Yogita. Oh, unmute, unmute. Okay, yeah, moving my paper. Okay, I feel my heart open. I feel the energy circulating through my body. I feel relaxed, happy, and at peace. How do I share this with others? When I open my heart, all the tensions of my day dissolve. Only happiness and peace are left. This is how I can be happy even when my body is hurting, when I lose things and break things and mess things up. Sometimes I get so angry at myself and the way I am, but then I stop and realize that's just the way I am on the outside but I love the way I am on the inside. And this is what I want to share with others. That's it. <laughs> wow, Yogita, thank you. I love if that. I can... oh, go ahead. <laughs> that was can... really, really nice. Yeah, I love that uh, sentiment. I feel like we kind of hear that a lot and it can like go in one ear and out the other that, you know, it's not like, the the physical manifestations of ourselves that that really matter it's who we are like our true selves and as like it's a common thing to hear in like culture but as yogis we like it means so much more because it's like you're talking about your true capital l capital s self not just you know mm -hmm. love <laughs> it's like the deeper the deeper form of love that you can offer I learned a lot from my contracted sister this week. <laughs> yeah. How, 
Yogita, I've been in classes with you for a while, and um, I'll just say that there is a quality to your your reading of that that was uh, unique, and it felt like there's a quality and a tenderness to the way that you read what you just wrote that uh, stood out to me, almost as if to say that you you know that the writing of it really did sort of like help you find a, a place inside that that you sort of revisited when you read it. It was striking to me. I'll just say that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> How about one more share? Oh, okay, Omkari. I was actually gonna call on you. <laughs> you are. <laughs> um. Mine's kind of dreamlike. That was where I was with the prompt. So sometimes it's an infinity of never-ending loops in wide space or a spiral to center, easy and direct. Then there's aimless wandering when head disconnects from heart and I'm outside the circle of myself. There are flowers in the garden again some reborn and others that happily volunteered to grow. A breath of wind sent seeds to a new region. I delight as the colors emerge through unexpected soil. Flowers endlessly opening outside and inside, disappearing then returning as seasons change. So fluid. It felt like uh, I was. It felt like you're reading that from a novel. It just. It just felt like it was coming from a, a place inside that. It, just like a really stable sort of witness, to an experience. Yeah, I really like. It felt very um, metaphorical, and but I could really feel like I didn't have to think about it so much. Like what what everything that you were saying meant because I could feel like the energy that it was created with. So I could like, almost I could like feel your message without having to think about the words, which is really neat. So here's what we're, here's what I'm thinking I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do something, it's, it's not normal. Okay, usually we're gonna stop. We're gonna meditate right now because we have to, but I'm thinking I just put everybody who just talked into a breakout room with someone who hasn't talked yet. So you're gonna, whoever, whoever shared already, you'll be an ear and you'll be in a room with someone who has not shared yet. So you can just let them share to you. So everybody has gotten to share today because uh, you wouldn't have time for this format. Um, and um, Sangeeta, when you get to your room, I'm gonna blast in there to be your ear. Okay, so just hang in there for a second. Does that sound okay with everybody? So we'll just be in these rooms for like three minutes. And then we'll come back and center together, okay? I'm going to open them uh, right now and just go for it right when you get there.
Hey, Shoshone, sorry for the rush. I, for some reason, can only see two people on the screen. So I just thought, oh, perfect. You know, I didn't realize there'd be four. So sorry, sorry about that, Shoshone. I didn't mean to not give y'all enough time. But y'all live together, so you can do it right after class. Hope that was enough time. I, I didn't really know how much time to do. So I apologize. If you want to type in the chat box, any last kind of thing to your person, feel free. Um, otherwise, hopefully that was, that was okay. Do you think next time is three, maybe, maybe another minute or was it three minutes? Okay. That worked out. All right. Okay, cool. All right. Well, here we go. We've got our last uh, two or three minutes to just sort of like center and just sort of let it, let it flow through. Um, so let's let's take advantage of this time together. And realize that the funny thing is the place we're going to in our meditation practice is the same place that those words on the page describe just like a, a moment of your experience in meditation. They're like a, a snapshot, you know, but it's like this same space and just to think that like that infinite amount of creative creativity is happening all the time in us is really something it makes you want to be a little quieter in your meditation practice it makes you want to to feel and listen more almost like there's an imaginary hand composing this present moment. And right now you're just doing the work of being in the moment. And it's just describing itself infinitely. I'm just taking the last minute or so for some tension release practice. Something I do after every writing session for, for philosophy or for curriculum and stuff is just try to let yourself really finish consciously.
you can imagine with that next exhale, just letting all that debris, anything that gets kicked up, especially through this inner process, just release out of the heart, down the arms, and out the hands, like a smoke or an ash, or millions of tiny letters just sort of pouring out, letting all those thoughts just dissolve. You can flip off, flick off the fingertips, swipe off the arms. Thanks everyone again for being a part of this yogic approach to creativity. Namaste. Very grateful for your participation. It's, it's everything in this class. So thank you so much. Um, if you enjoyed it and you want to see it again, maybe just leave a comment in that Facebook post and I'll just be able to see it, how it went for you. Um, we'll plan to revisit this class in a month. It's like, a, you know, and we'll just sort of keep checking in and seeing how it's evolving for everyone. But again, thank you so much. You made it possible. Namaste. See ya.